There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Huh? A? A? <laughs> yeah, I think we're recording. That's, we're doing it. I use that. That's how I test. <laughs> is that how you're how testing? Test. One, two, three? Yeah. I don't do that anymore. That's, that's what the kids do. No. Uh, this is a leftovers, I guess, because uh, Tahin Tommy. Is A.K.A. That... Ann from St. Peter's. <laughs> A.K.A. Great Suggestion Tommy. <laughs> that is, how does that name even happen? Yeah. I, don't, I think we were talking, we talking about, about Tahin. Yeah. And then I don't know where the Tommy came from. I should I should probably try to track some of these stories a little bit of how these names came. You need like our own Wikipedia yeah. for the names. Yeah, what's yeah we could, to explain like a, the crap on the show? Well, I think the, Gangapedia? Uh, the suggestion. Yeah, right. We need it for ourselves. Yeah. Yes. The you see our membrane board. We got that back there. Not even using it. No. So you know what should have been on that membrane board. Lance is coming in this morning. <laughs> <laughs> so she suggested that since we have this group, we should do a leftover. So yes, that's what yes. We're Lance here. So Lance, mm. tell us everything. <laughs> <laughs> I was born. Uh, what do you want to know? What have you been doing for the past four months? Um, basically, uh, the only real difference to my day is, of course, not doing traffic reports twice a day. And uh, schedule-wise, uh, it, it did get weird where I get to sleep in um, and wake up when the sun is out. That's odd. Uh-huh. That's very odd. That took a little getting used to. But, um, I, you know, I'm I'm kind of the king of the side hustle and the side, the extra streams you always have of been. income. Yeah, just, you know, since the 90s. So um, I do mornings on a country station in Steamboat Springs, Colorado. I've done that for like six years, I think, which is weird to say. I'm the morning guy <laughs> a thousand miles away. Um, and just a lot of freelance stuff, commercials, uh, TV stations around the country where I'm the oh, I guy. I charged. Huh? I thought you charged. Oh, yeah, I do. Oh, you said freelance. I thought it was oh, freelance uh, work. <laughs> I knew he'd like that one. So, it's, you know, I've, I've stayed pretty busy, actually, for the most part, just not doing traffic. Yeah, it's weird when you're it's very weird. At, at a place for so long. I mean, it's not like your identity is wrapped up in it, but there's a part of it that it is. Yeah. Well, that's that's my big question is have you missed like the well I guess you haven't been going in for a while, have you? Have you mm. missed like the mucking it up with the team? No, cuz the funny part was I worked remotely um until 2016, I think. That's when I came into the studio. Yeah, I, think. I loved it when you started 2016. In. Yeah, and that was it was a lot of fun. And then when COVID came along like 4 years later, that's when they that's when I started broadcasting remotely again. And um, so the the funny part is I was kind of used to that, really, of not being in the room with people. I'd, I'd done it that way for probably 20 years. COVID. We're, doing a, we're doing leftovers. Tim just walked in. Some people call it COVID. Some people call it when the Courtney show started. <laughs> Both when the Courtney show started. The <laughs> we figured it was a great time to start a brand new show when everybody was at home and not in their vehicles. We could really suck. We could mess up How for like that? six months. Nobody was listening. It was actually really laid back and yeah. cool. Did, don't you it, guys think? I think it forced us to be very honest because you couldn't just pretend like. Everything was right. business as usual. 
So yeah. you had to kind of address what was going on, but yet we still we wanted to have fun. Yeah. We didn't want to sit in here and be like, man, yesterday was a bummer. We were just well, trying to make each other laugh every day, I think. And yeah, I, I think this is part of Courtney's personality anyway, but we it was such a weird time for everybody in mm-hmm. the country well, in the world really that Courtney was just like, We are an escape for people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that's what we were, and that's what we, I mean, maybe still are. Uh, yeah. I mean, there's so many things that we talked about the first year that we've forgotten about. But but the people right. that listened, we were, uh, you know, something that they looked forward to every day because it was such a weird time, and people were scared. Yeah, and there was so much weird change going on in the world that, you know, here is a show that they're familiar with, and it, you it, that's a, a sense of security. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, it was... like a blanket. Yeah. (laughs) Morning show blanket. Um, So, like, looking ahead for Lance Hildebrand, Mm -hmm, what what do you want to do? Would you like to be back at a radio station? You know... Like a Hubbard broadcasting? Yes. (laughs) Hint, hint, wink, wink. Yeah. As I said to you earlier, I'll stick around for one break, one hour, three years. (laughs) It's all good. I'm happy to sign paperwork. It's all good. Um, uh, You know, uh, one of my oldest friends, um, we started in radio together in 1980. Uh, At the time, I was at what was then KSLQ, and he was at KADI, which was 96.3. And You can just say Rick Wallace, I'm assuming. No, (laughs) you may not know this guy's name. His name is Mark Neely. He's a good kid, went to Parkway West, uh, works for ESPN now, uh, uh, does a lot of football and basketball games. Um, And we had weird shifts. I worked midnight to 9 on Saturday night into Sunday morning, and he worked midnight to 8 uh, same hours at KADI. So we used to meet up at the Noggles on Page. This is before one. This is when 170 didn't exist. It was 725, and the north end of it was at Page. If you were driving along on it, you had to get off at Page. So he lived in West County. I lived in North County. We would make our way to Page. We'd meet at Noggles on Page. Uh, and we Man, would, I miss Noggles. I know. All I can think about is Noggles now. I, I know. <laughs> the, cur- the, the, uh, the Black Olives. The black olives and the the what do you call the wavy fries? I'm oh yeah, waffle. Yeah, no, not no. the waffle. Crinkle fries. Crinkle, crinkle cut. Crinkle cut fries. Yeah, because um, Noggles, the Mexican place, had great fries. Yeah, well, <laughs> no, they, they made did. that burger no, I'm just too, kidding. didn't they? The, they bur- the Noggles burger the was Noggle fantastic, burger. Uh-huh. and the and the Mexican food was good too. But we would meet there, and then uh, you know, like 10:30 on a Saturday night, and we'd have something to eat, and we'd drive down to Clayton, where both stations were, and we would meet up. But um, he was one of the first people who called me up, and he, he had a great question. He's like, if you never get another job in radio, what would you feel like about that? And it's like, hmm. I, I still don't have an answer to that. But it was it was such an odd question and a great question. It's like, that's... Because you start thinking that way. Yeah. Because of the way radio, what has become of radio. Right. I mean, you know, we were talking about this a little while earlier about... Um, where do young people get their start in this business anymore? I mean, when it, when I started, you worked in the middle of the night because if you were awful, which I was when I started, some people say still am, <laughs> um, that's, you know, you're on at three in the morning. Okay, yeah, that guy is on the air at three in the morning is not very good. Well, he's learning. So where do where do people learn anymore? Well, Chris is learning on the top morning show <laughs> yeah, yeah. in uh, St. Louis. That's where he got his start. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just listen to my ad reads. <laughs> sounds like I'll be learning for the next five years. No, but it is true because I started as an intern. Yeah. Um, and those aren't 
readily available anymore. No, that's changed. That landscape's different. Yeah, it's it's a it, it's a, quite a different business um, from when I started, <laughs> and uh, uh, you know back then too. I mean, you know, it's funny because. People, some I used to go and talk to high schools, and they're like, and I'd say, hey, ask me any questions. Like, what kind of money do you yeah, make? Yeah, always the money. Right. And when <laughs> like I started, I made two dollars and twenty cents an hour. Oh, that was yeah. my starting wage in radio. I didn't. Know, I didn't get paid hourly. I was salary. Yeah. But it was like sixteen grand, I think, for the year. My first radio job. I yeah. think there was a time when I made fifteen grand as mm-hmm. the new overnight guy. Yeah, that sounds yeah. about right. That's just the way it was. Yeah. That's what I was making. Yeah. Yeah. And then. You know, all of a sudden, you get your name on a show, and those days of big money radio are over. (laughs) Yeah. They showed up to the party a little bit late. Yeah. A little late. Yeah. uh, Yeah, because what's weird is, like, age-wise, I'm the very end of the baby boomers. So, like, most of those baby boomer radio guys, who we all know of, several, all of us do, Mm -hmm. um, they've retired. You yeah. know, I'm st- I still need to eat and make money. So, <laughs> so that's that's the tricky part. And w- and like what are some of the cuz you've been the voice of the Fox Theater for so many years. Long time. That goes back to the 90s, certainly. Yeah, 90s. And uh, like locally, so you don't do just Fox Theater locally. You do a lot no, of that kind of stuff all f- over the country. Yeah, the funny part is like people say, hey, you do voiceovers. What do I hear you on? It's like, there's not much I do in St. Louis. Like nine, 85 to 90 percent of it is outside of St. Louis. Um, I do museum exhibits. I'm still on a couple of exhibits in New Orleans at yeah. the World War II World Museum. World War II Museum. That's, meaning you put the headphones on when no, you go you walk, walk around through. the thing. Oh, it's oh, just the, it, the it's actual It's playing thing. everywhere. Oh, that's so awesome. So the way that, the, it's a cool exhibit. As you go through it, I kind of narrate you as you go through the whole exhibit. I'm on the road to Tokyo and the road to Berlin. If you ever go to the World War II Museum in New Orleans, the number two attraction in New Orleans. Well, man, never do you do about doing any for work this? for the uh, Lincoln Museum? I knew that was coming. I was going <laughs> to say. I was going to. Brando is the he doesn't get paid by them, but he it's his favorite thing in Springfield. And are be, is the because you just Museum. like it or because you he thinks it's amazing. It's pretty impressive. I sadly I've been there once, but I got there like thirty minutes before it was going to close. So we mm-hmm. basically it was like there. My wife loves to watch Will and Grace reruns, so it reminds me of there's an episode where Grace says the Louvre. I ran through that place. We literally had to run through it because they were open for thirty minutes. So I've seen it, but I want to go back and see it more. You got to see the shows too. That's and I need a horseshoe, horseshoe sandwich. Horseshoe, right? You he knew loves it was coming. A, he <laughs> loves a horseshoe. I love a horseshoe sandwich. Uh-huh. Um, any questions that you have, Tim, for Lance? I know you guys are new. Uh, Friends. We were talking about pens earlier. I need to take a picture oh, of my man. pen drawer and show that to Tim. We love pens. <laughs> we love pens. We love uh, Barry Gibb and Barbara Streisand. And I'm just now looking. We love baseball hats. We love baseball hats. And you I'm, like this one? I do. That's uh, like the Cardinals logo with... It's a Christmas. With like mistletoe on yeah. it? Yeah. Oh, Holly. that's adorable. Yeah, that's Emma really... gave this to me last year. It's one of my yeah, favorites. I've been admiring that one. That's really cool. Thank that's you. a nice one. Yeah. I thought I it was dirt. A little holiday spot. <laughs> oh, my eyesight is bad. <laughs> and I like Brando's Landrum. head. I thought I thought maybe he was a Tennessee volunteer guy. No, Rawlings Tigers. Rawlings Tigers. Yep. Uh, let's talk about your home life, Libby, yeah. your lovely wife. Yeah. Animals. You've got two cats. We have two cats. We had uh, uh, 
We started back in, I think, 2000, where a cat that kind of found us mm-hmm. and then turned out she was pregnant and she had a couple of babies. And um, those were with us for a good long time. And then we went a few years without cats and Libby couldn't really kind of... Make a commitment. Yeah. It hurt her too bad it, when she lost the yeah, cats. she was really hurt by all because the, they were they were really lovely animals. Gordon's and the got a couple is, extra cats. All right, everybody knows. <laughs> the Lance fun, knows. The funny part is I was raised a dog guy. We always yeah, had, me too. We always had dogs growing up. And then, um, you know, when this whole cat thing kind of came... And she's had a lot of experience prior to me with cats, but... My mom was not a cat fan in any way, shape, or form. So that's kind of where my head was. Yeah, you know that that was put in, that was planted in my head by my mom. Ooh, cats! Um, so, but when these cats came along, and they were just they were fantastic little pets. I mean, we had one the the last one that was with us. We would take them outside out of our house in South City, and this last one that was with us would walk along the sidewalk with us. No leash, no collar, nothing. Would just walk next to us down the sidewalks, up and down. I've never had a cat like that. Uh, She was amazing. And then Libby uh, had a friend in Fenton who um, had some cats and kitties, uh, a cat that gave birth to some kitties under a deck nearby, and she rescued him, and Libby went out there and just really fell in love with these two that are brother and sister. And... The brother is a monster. He's got to be pretty close to 20 pounds. I mean, he's just a huge cat. And I don't, but I mean, like super lean and I mean, just strong and just big in every way, shape, or form. Long, tall. He stands next to his sister and it's like, they cannot be brother and sister because he's like a cat. She's like, he's one and a half cats compared to that cat. (laughs) I mean, he's just a monster. But they're, they're a lot of fun, a lot of work. We take them out twice a day. Yes, we got cats, so we didn't have to walk dogs. Guess what we do? We take you cats out twice so a day. Weird. No, <laughs> where do you twice. take? Where do you take them? We let it backyards fence, so yeah. I try and keep them in the backyard. But Libby will take them out in the front yard, and they ne- they generally go about two houses in either direction, and they just have their little paths that they go patrol and make sure that everything is where it was when they left it, and then they come back home. <laughs> and they ever left you and um, were still around, but didn't want to come home. And then you had to put cat traps out and no, try to get them back. No, there and- was one infamous night where I Libby was out doing something, and I took them out, and it was uh, it was going to rain. And it's like, ah, I think I can get this in before it rains. And uh, the girl cat is easy to get inside, but the boy cat's just wild. He just, I'm outside. <laughs> He's strong, too. You can't and just strong. pull him in. So I'm thinking, oh, I, I, I got this, okay. So then the wind kicks up, and it's like, oh, I got to round him up. And I, the wind kicked up, and then boom, rain, and then rain, sideways rain. It's like, oh, oh no. So I, wouldn't get, I couldn't get him in. He freaked out because he'd never been in the rain before. So now he's under the deck, and I couldn't find him, but I, I heard him. It's like, I have no idea where this cat I can hear him. I have no idea where he is. So I, I finally found him. He was kind of up on, our, on one of the beams, the support beams. And wouldn't come down. So, and I'm out there in the rain. The two of us are just getting soaking wet. And finally, I got him. I was able to kind of, kind of bring him down and and get him inside. And I mean, I have not been that ringing wet in ages. I mean, I just it was like puddles through the house wherever I walked. Oh, yeah. So, let me just tell you, Mama Bear, like she just got one morning. Nick gets up, and it was the summer. So we have the windows open because it was it wasn't the heat of the summer, but it was nice enough to keep the windows open. Mm-hmm. Well, he he he's looking around. There are no cats to be found. He looks at the window. The screen is busted. Mm. So then he goes outside and he turns on the light, and it looks like 
a clown car, but it's cats. It's just, just in the yard because <laughs> they had all escaped. And Mama Bear was one of them, and she just would not come home. We would fi- we would see her. Yeah. We'd call her. Yeah. And she would not come home. It's like, what are you doing? One night we were on the way home. He brings her up. He, he's like, where is that stupid cat? And they're out in the road. In our road is her eating a carcass off the road. It's like, we have food for you. Yeah, good right. stuff. Good right. stuff. So we finally uh, put a got one of those traps and caught a bunch of cats in the neighborhood. <laughs> and then found, yeah, one, yeah, we there were lots. This one cat, at least three times we caught him. And he's like, dude. What a dummy. What are you doing? Are you doing? Um, we finally ended up getting her home. But How I can see her. How long did that take? Two months. Two months. Two months. Yeah. Yeah. We thought she was going to be dead because she doesn't have street smart. She's not on the road. Yeah. I mean, they're both, both of these cats that we have, the girl cat is pretty sensible. She comes out and it's like, hey, okay, I've got some sunshine. It's the boy, it's usually the boy cat. He's just, but the thing is he's, at his heart, he's a scaredy cat. I mean- we know if we let him outside and the trash trucks come down the alley, <laughs> it's just the sound. Of yes. the, they freak out and they run in. It's like, ooh, mm-hmm. trash truck. Thank mm-hmm. you. <laughs> uh, well, I, I did want to ask you because, you know, being at the same radio station for so many years, like we don't know about other other business, other companies that yeah. own radio. This hallway is pretty cool, isn't it? I, you know, when I, when Tim met me at the lobby and walked me through and we're like, another hall, another hall. It's like, how big is this place? And then, you know, once I'd been here about a half hour, he took me on the tour of the rest of the place. It's like, (laughs) what? I mean, it's like, there's all kinds of alleys and, and, uh, you know, here's a new branch and here's another wing. But like just up and down the lines of like humans doing radio, all in studios, all the way down the hall. Yeah, It's like, if. You worry about radio and where, where it's going, but in this building, it feels great. Mm-hmm. I have, I can honestly say, I've had a blast today, and uh, it, it's just, I think when you're in this situation and you do this type of radio, it, I mean, uh, the time flew by. I mean, I'd look up, it's like there's no way that an hour just elapsed. It felt like 15 <laughs> minutes. Yeah, you know, it's just so much fun. Yeah, it was great to have you in today. Yeah, I, it was it was my pleasure, and I appreciate it. And happy holidays to all you guys. It was a lot of fun. Love you. Thanks, Aww. Thank you, man. I love you, guys I love you too. Oh, Tim, <laughs> come back. Pen love. Oh, <laughs> uh, it still sounds bad. <laughs>